State Radio, 94.9 News Now, stimulating talk. Byron Lazine, Chaz Cook, and Greg McCarthy from the one team at William Ravis Real Estate. We've got some movement on business in Connecticut. We're going to get into all of that. One legacy company in CT is moving out as another big one, an exciting one, is coming in. Uh, we've got an update on a couple of the hottest zip codes in the country are right here in Connecticut for the real estate market and uh, amongst some other stuff. So what's going on, boys? Not too much. Uh, excited to be back from the, this trip. You know, we went to the summit and got became even better agents for all of our clients down there, the Tom Ferry Summit. Yeah, we went, and uh, went to the biggest real estate conference of the year. Nobody knows what the hell the summit is. Chaz, remember this is FM radio. That's what I was you know, saying. You know, I was trying to say it was for us to get better for to serve the ninety four niners out there. I know, but I want to explain to the ninety four niners what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> we went to the largest real estate conference of the year, about uh, six thousand agents in Dallas, and I'm feeling the pain of the travel, the short sleep, and Greg. There was, I know you're on dry forever, but we did have a couple jerks out there. <laughs> Just, we did. Just a couple. And it was a lot of Ubering, so there was no, no no issues with that. But Greg, you still on your dry spell here? I am still going strong. I had a, a day in Newport where it was difficult to stay strong, but didn't crack and felt really good about that the next morning. Good. So uh, you're you're holding in there and it'll be even harder on Thursday, when we have our team party, when we have the Timmy Maya band, when we have our end of the summer event for everybody, the 94 Niners, you're all invited. Timmy Maya band, open bar. We've got fantastic food uh, coming in, as well as uh, Bongo Runs will be in attendance. That's at 350 Goose Lane on Thursday at 5 p.m. Everybody's invited to the one team end of the summer party. So we'll be partying responsibly, of course. Always, always responsible. All right. We're, uh, looks like we're going to be responsible to potentially help some people move out of the state. Lego is leaving. Uh, they've got a, f- a few years here before their employees got to be up, a couple of years anyways, be up to Boston, which will be their new headquarters. Um, so they're on their way out. And then we have a really exciting brand coming in. Start with Lego. It's hard to lose. Lego, this has been in the works. Um, they just announced the new headquarters, though, in Boston. Uh, so it's, you know, people have known about this. But reaction to losing Lego? You know, I, it was, what's interesting to me is I would be willing to bet so how many, a lot of people don't even know that Lego's in Connecticut, right? That's a little bit shocking to me. But for them to up and leave after 50 years, five decades of being in here, you know, I would just be curious as to why now, right? Boston, the market in Boston is even crazier than in Connecticut in terms of competition. Um, you know, I don't know what li- like, um, having a headquarters in the city would be like, but, you know, why Why are they packing up and moving after five decades in, in the great state of Connecticut? Yeah, they're going to be moving 740 jobs, and, and they believe that they can get access to Better talent, I guess, too, in the future is one of the one of the reasons there. But um, they're building quite the quite the headquarter. I don't know if you saw the rendering. I did not. No, let me check that out. Oh, that's gonna yeah, be beautiful. They've uh, they've set the date for this Connecticut exit, which is going to move seven hundred and forty 
Now we've anecdotally, we've heard some people saying, Hey, I'm not leaving. I'm going to make the commute from Enfield to Boston. It's got to happen by the end of 2026. They plan to occupy a new office at one 1001 Boylston Street in phases starting mid-2025, uh, half a century, like you said, in Enfield. The new Boston offices will total more than 100,000 square feet. Uh, the company has a Lego Discovery Center for children in Boston. Tickets for that, $27 a day if you want to go check that out. Uh, but they believe that a modern collaborative work environment will help creativity and innovation thrive. Skip Kodak, the president of Lego Group's America's Operations, in, uh, in a prepared statement, we're incredibly, incredibly excited to be moving to a new location with such a rich history. So, kind of taking a, uh, you know, a shot at Enfield. It's like the Oakland A's on their way out from Oakland right now. They're heading to Vegas in the next couple of years. I mean, they have say, nothing nice to say about Oakland. Nothing on their way out. And Enfield Lego shares its. Print Drive Road facility with Coca-Cola Beverages Northeast, the soft drink company's dedicated bottler covering New England and upstate New York. When announced this past January, the Lego relocation represented the biggest corporate exodus to Boston since General Electric moved its headquarters there in 2016. Uh, I remember that quite well. And GE went on to downsize its Boston headquarters in advance of splitting into three companies under uh, current CEO. So, Lego is based in Denmark. That's the world's largest toy company with more than 27,000 employees. So we're losing 740 of them. It will generate some inventory and an inventory starved market is one way to. That's one way to look, look at, at it. Yeah. Obviously, I think the long-term impacts of losing these taxpayers and losing this tax base is not good. Okay. I want to be clear on that. Um, Lego is an overall company's revenue of nine and a half billion. Um, but we had 740 employees of 3,000 in the U.S., so not not a uh, not a great thing. But we're replacing it with a really well-known brand that I think. What are they adding? They're adding four to five hundred jobs. Four so. to five hundred. So this is uh, this is going to open in 2025. And they're beginning demolition now on this new site. And so we're not making up 740 jobs. We're making up almost all of it. Um, Geographically, it, though, it's not really in the same it's neck not, of the woods. It's not in Enfield. It's just right. in, the, in the state of Connecticut. Um, and it's very exciting for a lot of people. A lot of commerce in Connecticut will be excited about this. We'll tell you which brand is coming to Connecticut uh, and adding four or 500 jobs when we come back. CT, Real Estate Radio. You're listening to 94.9 News Now, Stimulating Talk.
Real Estate Radio 94.9 News Now. Stimulating talk. Byron Lazine, Chaz Cook, and Greg McCarthy from the one team at William Ravis Real Estate. The one team has sold more homes than any other team in the state in all of 2022 and year-to-date here in 2023. That's per the CTMLS. You can connect with us at oneteamct.com. If you need any tanking needs, service station equipment is who you're going to go to. Uh, service station equipment has done work for me. They've done work for many of our 94 Niners in the past, whether that's an oil tank that needs to be removed from the ground or one that needs to be updated uh, in your current system. Use ser- service station equipment. Get the tank man, Dougie Braun, over there. I hope to see the tank man at the party on the 31st. I hope so, too. Him and Martin, they should be there August 31st, 350 Goose Lane at our headquarters in Guilford. Uh, everybody's invited, 5 to 9. I mean, this is going to be the party of the summer, end of the summer party. Hopefully you'll get to meet the tank man there. You can chat it up about all your residential tanking needs, service station equipment, servicing almost all of Connecticut. You can reach out to them at 1-800-801-TANK, 1-800-801-TANK, service station equipment, your residential tank specialist located uh, in North Franklin, but again, servicing almost all of CT. All right, we have uh, Lego leaving. Yep. Losing 740 jobs. And then we've got a new announcement with a company coming in, big brand coming in, adding four to 500 jobs. This is going to be not in Enfield where Lego left, but it will be in Norwalk on the shore in Connecticut. I think it will attract people driving from all over. It's Connecticut's first Wegmans site. It's beginning demolition in Norwalk, opening set for 2025. It's promising four to 500 jobs, um, and they will be open in 2025. We don't have an exact employee count for the Norwalk store just yet, but our stores generally employ between four and 500 people. This is a monster store. Um, Wegmans was recently granted a one-year extension for the pro- project, which was approved one year ago. I've never been to a Wegmans. Have you guys- I've, no, I've driven by one. No. Greg, you ever been to one? No, never been. You know what? I was just reading through this, and uh, you know something really cool about this one. Uh, this one is unique from all the other locations in that it will include a two-story parking deck and solar panels on top of the roof and the parking deck. So they're also looking at the possibility of adding Tesla charging stations to the parking area. So they're they're trying to become like their own version of like a Whole Foods. They're like going all in on this Wegmans. They have a hundred stores along the East Coast. Uh, in- seven states, which do include Massachusetts, New York, and New Jersey, were consistently ranked as one of the best companies to work for, and we employ over 50,000, uh, 50, 53,000 people company-wide. Uh, in a presentation to Norwalk City, Wegmans outlined that there will be about 180 full-time and then 250 more or more part-time employees. So that four to 500 can be a little misleading on the top line, 180 full-time. I think the 700 we're losing – with Lego is all full-time from my understanding. Um, Safety and traffic are critically important. They're investing significantly into making sure that that's not a problem. Various traffic improvements along route one in Norwalk. They agreed to pay for five adaptive traffic signals and sidewalks in and around the site. Uh, It's near the Darien town line stretch of route one already houses other grocery stores, including Costco ShopRite. And stop and shops. This is a big, big grocery store, but it's like, 
I don't know. They, they've got prepared food, market cafe, pizza sub, sushi. So it's kind of like a Whole Foods on steroids is what I'm getting. That's the the vibe I'm getting. I mean, a fresh bakery, a cheese shop, you have your butcher, your meat and seafood counter, um, you know, and but it's looking like they're taking what they normally offer and just raising the bar a little bit, which uh, I hope that takes off for them and they put a couple more in Connecticut because I wouldn't mind shopping there. Yeah, uh, I don't know, check it out. At least they're adding some jobs, and uh, hopefully that'll be a trend that continues here. I saw yesterday when Jerome Powell gave his little speech from Jackson Hole. By the way, what a great gig that is. Use our tax money to go and talk about inflation and the economy in Jackson Hole. Right. (laughs) Could you pick a better spot in August to go visit than than there? But uh, he says there's more pain coming, and what he means by that is particularly in the job market. Now, he's been saying that, and it hasn't come to fruition, so jobs, job market's been really strong, um, and it just hasn't happened yet. But I don't know. Maybe he's he knows something that uh, we can't see coming. He does say that they may continue to increase rates. So we need to keep adding jobs if that's going to be the case. If there's potentially pain coming in the in the job market, all right. There's not pain in. The real estate market in Connecticut, if you're a homeowner, because you're in a very good spot right now, prices keep going up, and the one team keeps helping more people become homeowners, so they have the chance to become 44 times wealthier than the renter in this state. And let's recap the week that we just had. One team, Rewind for the Week, brought to you by Service Station Equipment. Jazz, what do we got? All right, we had four new listings, 10 under contract, and 11 closings, and we had some beautiful listings come on the market this week. First up, we have 13 Grassy Hill Road in East Lyme, Connecticut at the market for $475,000. Three bedrooms, two and a half baths, just over 3,000 square feet. This is a sprawling ranch. It sits on over five acres of land. <coughs> the land is not, oh, excuse me, uh, beautifully landscaped, and it is flat level area. It's got endless possibilities of what you can do out there. You've got... Um, and a primary bedroom with a complete full bath for relaxation and rejuvenation, and it offers a private oasis and tranquility and comfort after a long day. So that was brought by brought to us by Tina Wozni. You're going to have an opportunity in the open houses to go over there and check that one out. But again, that is 13 Grassy Hill Road in East Lyme, Connecticut for $475,000. You do not want to miss that one. Next up, we had 144 Lydale Place in Meriden, Connecticut. This hit the market for $415,000. It was brought to us by Meredith Zipper, who's back from maternity leave and on a tear. I mean, this is her second, third new listing. She's putting properties under contract, so she is ready to get back after it. Four bedrooms, three and a half baths, just over 2,200 square feet. It's nestled on a generous lot in a sought-after Meriden neighborhood. Well-maintained, offers a blend of classic charm and contemporary features, and you are conveniently situated in the juncture of I-91, 15, and 691. So if you're looking in the Meriden area, you can reach out to Meredith at OneTeamCT.com, and you'll also have a chance to go over there and check that out in the open houses when you get to that. Next up is 526 Westchester Road in Colchester, Connecticut. This is the market for $329,900. You've got six bedrooms, two and a half baths, and just under 4,700 square feet here. This home was built in 1792. 
you have a rare opportunity to own and restore this historic property. The Henry Champion Home, designed by William Spratt, a prominent architect during the federal period of architecture. Home is on the National Register of Historic Places since 1972. Now, it does need a little bit of work, but if you have the vision, you can go in there and you can turn this into an absolutely stunning property. And if you would like to schedule your private showing, you can reach out to mary.pula at ravis.com. Again, for 526 Westchester Road in Colchester, Connecticut. This next one I'm really excited about. 17 Fenwick Street in Old Saber, Connecticut. Hit the market for 1.7. Brought to us by Zozerakis. Three bedrooms, three and a half baths, 2,800 square feet. And you know what? It's a brand new custom home in Fenwick. I've been in this home, Jazz. It, does it hold, do the pictures hold up? Oh, yeah. Hey, this is unbelievable location, by the way. Um, you get water views. You have a really cool, I pay deck off of the second floor, which would be your entertaining floor. It's three levels to the property. Um, it's built to today's uh, f- current flood standards. Like you said, it's only had one owner. It's, uh, you know, what is it, a couple of years old? I think. 2022 is technically the year it was built. Yeah, so, two, yeah. 2022. Yeah. So, um, built to today's flood standards, insane location, water views. You can walk to Saybrook Point Inn. I mean, you also have a 20-foot cathedral ceiling. You have five-inch white oak flooring and an elevator. Yeah, it's just a sick property. Yeah. So you're going to have an opportunity to see that one as well. But, again, that is 17 Fenwick Street in Old Saybrook, Connecticut. Is it on for, on the market for $1.7 million, three beds, three and a half baths. And you can reach out to Zoe at OneTeamCT.com if you would like to schedule a private showing for that one. All right, next up, under contracts. We had 10 of them. We had under contracts in Milford, Guilford, Burlington, Stratford, Groton, New London, Madison, Southington, Norwich, and Niantic. Closings. We had 11 of them. Congratulations to all of our buyers, sellers, and investors. We had closings in North Haven, Windsor, North Haven, Montville, Salem, Meriden, Branford, Glastonbury, Groton, New London, and Niantic. All right, those open houses that I was alluding to before, we've got two going on today, Saturday, August the 26th. One starts at 12 o'clock, right when the show wraps, and that is that 17 Fenwick Street in Old Saber, that beautiful new property that we just talked to you. You can go and visit Zoe over there today from 12 to 2. Or if you're up in the Meriden area, you can head over to 144 Lydale Place from 12 to 2 today and say hi to Meredith and check out that beautiful property that she just put on the market. If you are busy today and you are looking for something to do tomorrow, Sunday, August the 27th, from 12 to 2 p.m., you've got another opportunity to check out 17 Fenwick Street in Old Saber, Connecticut. And from 1 to 3 tomorrow, Sunday the 27th, you can check out 21 Burr Street in Branford. We talked about that one a couple weeks ago. That's a Michelle Snyder listing. That's a gorgeous property, walking distance to the beach, a little bit of a view. So definitely check that one out tomorrow from 1 to 3. Or if you're up early tomorrow from 11 to 1, you can head back to 144 Lydale Place in Meriden and say hi to Meredith again. She'll be hanging out there from 11 to 1 p.m. on Sunday, August the 27th. And that's going to do it for this week's One Team Weekly Rewind. There it is. It's the One Team Rewind brought to you by Service Station Equipment, your residential tank specialist. Get a hold of Martin and the boys at 1-800-801-TANK. You can reach out to us for any real estate conversation. You want to take a look at equity or um, or what you should be doing right now if you're on the buy side. What, how should you approach 7.5% rates? I actually think this brings more opportunity right now to buyers as other people recede. You can have a conversation with us on that. Reach out to us at oneteamct.com. 
Uh, Greg, final thoughts, Greg? You didn't have much here today, I will say. Uh, it, you know, if I were ranking your performance, you didn't do anything terrible, so I can't give you like an F. I'd, I'd probably just give you a C. Any thought, final thoughts here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I guess I always room for improvement. I guess quick shout out to Southington, Connecticut, according to a recent Realtor.com study, second hottest market in America right now. There it so is. Shout out to Southington. It is. Woo! Greg, I just moved you up to a B. Way to bring, way to bring the fire at the end. This is CT Real Estate Radio. Uh, join us every week here live at 11 a.m. You're listening to 94.9 News Now Stimulating Talk. Have a great weekend. Real Estate Radio, 94.9 News Now, Stimulating Talk. Byron Lazine, Chaz Cook, and Greg McCarthy from the One Team at William Ravis Real Estate. We've got some movement on business in Connecticut. We're going to get into all of that. One legacy company in CT is moving out as another big one, an exciting one, is coming in. Uh, We've got an update on a couple of the hottest zip codes in the country are right here in Connecticut for the real estate market and uh, amongst some other stuff. So what's going on, boys? Not too much. Uh, excited to be back from the this trip. You know, we went to the summit and got became even better agents for all of our clients down there, the Tom Ferry Summit. Yeah, we went, and uh, went to the biggest real estate conference of the year. Nobody knows what the hell the summit is, Josh. Remember, this is FM radio. That's what I was you saying. Know, yeah, I was trying to say it was for us to get better for to serve the 94-9ers out there. I know, but I want to explain to the 94-9ers <laughs> what the hell you're talking about. We went to the largest real estate conference of the year, about uh, 6,000 agents in Dallas, and I'm feeling the pain of the travel, the short sleep. And, Greg, there was – I know you're on dry forever, but we did have a couple drinks out there. <laughs> we just, did. Just a couple. And it was a lot of Ubering, so there was no you know, no issues with that. But, Greg, you still on your dry spell here? I am still going strong. I had a, a day in Newport where it was difficult to stay strong, but didn't crack and felt really good about that the next morning. Good. So uh, you're, you're holding in there, and it'll be even harder on Thursday when we have our team party, when we have the Timmy Maya Band, when we have our end-of-the-summer event for everybody. The 94-9ers, you're all invited. Timmy Maya Band, open bar. We've got... Fantastic food uh, coming in, as well as uh, Bongo Ron's will be in attendance. That's at 350 Goose Lane on Thursday at 5 p.m. Everybody's invited to the one-team end-of-the-summer party. So we'll be partying responsibly, of course. Always, always responsible. All right. we're uh, Looks like we're going to be responsible to potentially help some people move out of the state. Lego is leaving. Uh, they've got a... F- a few years here before 
their employees got to be up a couple of years anyways, be up to Boston, which will be their new headquarters. Um, so they're on the way out. And then we have a really exciting brand coming in. Start with Lego. It's hard to lose Lego. This has been in the works. Um, they just announced the new headquarters, though, in Boston. Uh, so it's, you know, people have known about this. But reaction to losing Lego. You know, I, what's, what's interesting to me is I would be willing to bet so how many – a lot of people don't even know that Lego's in Connecticut, right? That's a little bit shocking to me. But for them to up and leave after 50 years, five decades of being in here, you know, I would just be curious as to why now, right? Boston, the market in Boston is even crazier than in Connecticut in terms of competition, Um you know, I don't know what like, um, having a headquarters in the city would be like, but you know, why why are they packing up and moving after five decades in in the great state of Canada? Yeah, they're going to be moving 740 jobs, and and they believe that they can get access to better talent. I guess too in the future is one of the one of the reasons there. But um, they're building quite the quite the headquarter. I don't know if you saw the rendering. I did not. No, let me check that out. Oh, that's going to yeah, be beautiful. They've, uh, they've set the date for this Connecticut exit, which is going to move 740. Now, we've anecdotally, we've heard some people saying, hey, I'm not leaving. I'm going to make the commute from Enfield to Boston. It's got to happen by the end of 2026. They plan to occupy a new office at 1001 Boylston Street in phases starting mid-2025. Uh, half a century, like you said, in Enfield. The new Boston offices will total more than 100,000 square feet. Uh, the company has a Lego Discovery Center for children in Boston. Tickets for that, $27 a day if you want to go check that out. Uh, but they believe that a modern collaborative work environment will help creativity and innovation thrive. This is Skip Kodak, the president of Lego Group's America's Operations, in, uh, in a prepared statement, more incredibly incredibly excited to be moving to a new location with such a rich history. So kind of taking a, uh, you know, a shot at Enfield. It's like the Oakland A's on their way out from Oakland right now. They're heading to Vegas the next couple of years. I mean, they have nothing nice to say about Oakland. Nothing. On their way out. And Enfield Lego shares its print drive road facility with Coca-Cola beverages Northeast, the soft drink company's dedicated bottler covering New England and upstate New York. When announced this past January, the Lego relocation represented the biggest corporate exodus to Boston since General Electric moved its headquarters there in 2016. Uh, I remember that quite well. And GE went on to downsize its Boston headquarters in advance of splitting into three companies under uh, current CEO. So Lego is based in Denmark. That's the world's largest toy company with more than 27 thousand employees so we're losing 740 of them it will generate some inventory and an inventory starved market is one way to that's one way to look, look at, at it that. Yeah. obviously i think the long-term impacts of losing these taxpayers and losing this tax base is not good okay i want to be clear on that um lego is an overall company's revenue of nine and a half billion um but we had 740 employees of 3,000 in the U.S., so not not a uh, not a great thing. But we're replacing it with a really well-known brand that I think. What are they adding? 
They're adding four to five hundred jobs. Four so. to five hundred. So this is uh, this is going to open in two thousand and twenty five, and they're beginning demolition now on this new site. And so we're not making up seven hundred forty jobs. We're making up almost all of it. Um, Geographically, though, it's not really in the same. It's not. It's not in Enfield. It's just in the in the state of Connecticut. Um, And it's very exciting for a lot of people. A lot of commerce in Connecticut will be excited about this. We'll tell you which brand is coming to Connecticut uh, and adding four or five hundred jobs when we come back. CT Real Estate Radio. You're listening to 94.9 News Now, stimulating talk. Reggie was a nurse for 16 CT Real Estate Radio 94.9 News Now Stimulating Talk Byron Lozine, Chaz Cook and Greg McCarthy from the One Team at William Ravis Real Estate The One Team has sold more homes than any other team in the state in all of 2022 and year-to-date here in 2023. That's per the CT MLS. can connect with us at oneteamct.com. If you need any tanking needs, Service Station Equipment is who you're going to go to. Uh, Service Station Equipment has done work for me. They've done work for many of our 94 Niners in the past, whether that's an oil tank that needs to be removed from the ground or one that needs to be updated uh, in your current system. Use ser- service station equipment. Get the tank man, Dougie Braun, over there. I hope to see the tank man at the party on the 31st. I hope so, too. Him and Martin, they should be there August 31st, 350 Goose Lane, at our headquarters in Guilford. Uh, everybody's invited, 5 to 9. I mean, this is going to be the party of the summer, end of the summer party. Hopefully, you'll get to meet the tank man there. You can chat it up about all your residential tanking needs, service station equipment, Servicing almost all of Connecticut can reach out to them at 1-800-801-TANK, 1-800-801-TANK, service station equipment, your residential tank specialist located uh, in North Franklin. But again, servicing almost all of CT. All right. We have uh, Lego leaving. Yep. Losing 740 jobs. And then we've got a new announcement. With a company coming in, big brand coming in, adding four to five hundred jobs. This is going to be not in Enfield where Lego left, but it will be in Norwalk on the shore in Connecticut. I think it will attract people driving from all over. It's Connecticut's first Wegmans site. It's beginning demolition in Norwalk, opening set for 2025. It's promising four to five hundred jobs. 
um, and they will be open in 2025. We don't have an exact employee count for the Norwalk store just yet, but our stores generally employ between four and 500 people. This is a monster store. Um, Wegmans was recently granted a one-year extension for the pro- project, which was approved one year ago. I've never been to a Wegmans. Have you? I've, no, I've driven by one. No. Greg, you ever been to one? No, never been. You know what? I was just reading through this, and uh, you know something really cool about this one. Uh, this one is unique from all the other locations in that it will include a two-story parking deck and solar panels on top of the roof and the parking deck. So they're also looking at the possibility of adding Tesla charging stations to the parking area. So they're they're trying to become like their own version of like a Whole Foods. They're like going all in on this Wegmans. They have a hundred stores along the East Coast uh, in seven states, which do include Massachusetts, New York, and New Jersey. We're consistently ranked as one of the best companies to work for, and we employ over 50,000, uh, 50, 53,000 people company-wide. Uh, in a presentation to Norwalk City, Wegmans outlined that there will be about 180 full-time and then 250 more or more part-time employees. So that four to 500 can be a little misleading on the top line, 180 full-time. I think the 700 we're losing with Lego is all full-time, from my understanding. Um, yes. Safety and traffic are critically important. They're investing significantly into making sure that that's not a problem. Various traffic improvements along Route 1 in Norwalk. They agreed to pay for five adaptive traffic signals and sidewalks in and around the site. Uh, it's near the Darien Town Line. The stretch of Route 1 already houses other grocery stores, including Costco, ShopRite, and Stop and Shop. So this is a big, big grocery store, but it's like... I don't know. They, they've got prepared food, market cafe, pizza sub, sushi. So it's kind of like a Whole Foods on steroids is what I'm getting. That's the the vibe I'm getting. I mean, a fresh bakery, a cheese shop, you have your butcher, your meat and seafood counter, um, you know, and but it's looking like they're taking what they normally offer and just raising the bar a little bit, which uh, I hope that takes off for them and they put a couple more in Connecticut because I wouldn't mind shopping there. Yeah, uh, I don't know, check it out. At least they're adding some jobs, and uh, hopefully that'll be a trend that continues here. I saw yesterday when Jerome Powell gave his little speech from Jackson Hole. By the way, what a great gig that is. Use our tax money to go and talk about inflation and the economy in Jackson Hole. I mean, right. <laughs> like, could you pick a better spot in August to go visit than, than there? But uh, – he says there's more pain coming, and what he means by that is particularly in the job market. Now, he's been saying that, and it hasn't come to fruition. So jobs, job market's been really strong, um, and it just hasn't happened yet. But I don't know. Maybe he's he knows something that uh, we can't see coming. He does say that they may continue to increase rates. So. We need to keep adding jobs if that's going to be the case, if there's potentially pain coming in the, in the job market. All right. There's not pain in the real estate market in Connecticut if you're a homeowner because you're in a very good spot right now. Prices keep going up. And the one team keeps helping more people become homeowners, so they have the chance to become 44 times wealthier than the renter in this state. And let's recap the week that we just had. One team. Rewind for the week, brought to you by Service Station Equipment, Chaz. What do we got? All right. We had four new listings, 10 under contract, and 11 closings. And we had some beautiful listings come on the market this week. 
First up, we have 13 Grassy Hill Road in East Lyme, Connecticut at the market for $475,000. Three bedrooms, two and a half baths, just over 3,000 square feet. This is a sprawling ranch that sits on over five acres of land. <coughs> the land is not, oh, excuse me, uh, beautifully landscaped, and it is flat level area. It's got endless possibilities of what you can do out there. You've got um, and a primary bedroom with a complete full bath for relaxation and rejuvenation, and it offers a private oasis and tranquility and comfort after a long day. So that was brought by brought to us by Tina Wozni. You're going to have an opportunity in the open houses to go over there and check that one out. But again, that is 13 Grassy Hill Road in East Lyme, Connecticut for $475,000. You do not want to miss that one. Next up, we had 144 Lydale Place in Meriden, Connecticut. This hit the market for $415,000. It was brought to us by Meredith Zipper, who's back from maternity leave and on a tear. I mean, this is her second, third new listing. She's putting properties under contract, so she is ready to get back after it. Four bedrooms, three and a half baths, just over 2,200 square feet. It's nestled on a generous lot in a sought-after Meriden neighborhood. It's well-maintained, offered the blend of classic charm and contemporary features, and you are conveniently situated in the juncture of I-91, 15, and 691. So if you're looking in the Meredith, Meriden area, you can reach out to Meredith at oneteamct.com, and you'll also have a chance to go over there and check that out in the open houses. We'll get to that. Next up is 526 Westchester Road in Colchester, Connecticut. This hit the market for $329,900. We've got six bedrooms, two and a half baths, and just under 4,700 square feet here. This home was built in 1792. You have a rare opportunity to own and restore this historic property. The Henry Champion Home, designed by William Spratt, a prominent architect during the federal period of architecture. Home is on the National Register of Historic Places since 1972. Now, it does need a little bit of work, but if you have the vision, you can go in there and you can turn this into an absolutely stunning property. And if you would like to schedule your private showing, you can reach out to mary.pula at ravis.com. Again, for 526 Westchester Road in Colchester, Connecticut. This next one I'm really excited about. 17 Fenwick Street in Old Saver, Connecticut. Hit the market for 1.7. It was brought to us by Zozirakis. Three bedrooms, three and a half baths, 2,800 square feet. And you know what? It's a brand new custom home in Fenwick. I've been in this home, Jess. It, does it hold, do the pictures hold up? Oh, yeah. Hey, this is unbelievable location, by the way. Um, you get water views. You have a really cool, I pay deck off of the second floor, which would be your entertaining floor. It's three levels to the property. Um, it's built to today's uh, f- current flood standards. Like you said, it's only had one owner. It's, uh, you know, what is it, a couple years old, I think? Uh, 2022 is technically the year it was built. Yeah, so, two, yeah. 2022, yeah. so um, built to today's flood standards, insane location, water views. You can walk to Saybrook Point Inn. I mean, you also have a 20-foot cathedral ceiling. You have five-inch white oak flooring and an elevator. Yeah, it's just a sick property. Yeah. So you're going to have an opportunity to see that one as well. But, again, that is 17 Fenwick Street in Old Saybrook, Connecticut. Is it on for, on the market for $1.7 million, three beds, three and a half baths. And you can reach out to Zoe at oneteamct.com if you would like to schedule a private showing for that one. All right, next up, under contracts. We had 10 of them. We had under contracts in Milford, Guilford, Burlington, Stratford, Groton, New London, Madison, Southington, Norwich, and Niantic. 
closings. We had 11 of them. Congratulations to all of our buyers, sellers, and investors. We had closings in North Haven, Windsor, North Haven, Montville, Salem, Meriden, Brantford, Glastonbury, Groton, New London, and Niantic. All right, those open houses that I was alluding to before, we've got two going on today, Saturday, August the 26th. One starts at 12 o'clock, right when the show wraps, and that is at 17 Fenwick Street in Old Saber, that beautiful new property that we just talked to you. You can go and visit Zoe over there today from 12 to 2. Or if you're up in the Meriden area, you can head over to 144 Lydale Place from 12 to 2 today and say hi to Meredith and check out that beautiful property that she just put on the market. If you are busy today and you are looking for something to do tomorrow, Sunday, August the 27th, from 12 to 2 p.m., you've got another opportunity to check out 17 Fenwick Street in Old Saber, Connecticut. And from 1 to 3 tomorrow, Sunday the 27th, you can check out 21 Burr Street in Branford. We talked about that one a couple weeks ago. That's a Michelle Snyder listing. That's a gorgeous property, walking distance to the beach, a little bit of a view. So definitely check that one out tomorrow from 1 to 3. Or if you're up early tomorrow from 11 to 1, you can head back to 144 Lydale Place in Meriden and say hi to Meredith again. She'll be hanging out there from 11 to 1 p.m. on Sunday, August the 27th. And that's going to do it for this week's One Team Weekly Rewind. There it is. It's the One Team Rewind brought to you by Service Station Equipment, your residential tank specialist. Get a hold of Martin and the boys at 1-800-801-TANK. You can reach out to us for any real estate conversation. You want to take a look at equity or um, or what you should be doing right now if you're on the buy side. What, how should you approach 7.5% rates? I actually think this brings more opportunity right now to buyers as other people recede. You can have a conversation with us on that. Reach out to us at oneteamct.com. Uh, Greg, final thoughts, Greg? You didn't have much here today. I will say, uh, it, you know, if I were ranking your performance, you didn't do anything terrible, so I can't give you like an F. I'd, I'd probably just give you a C. Any thought, final thoughts here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I guess I always room for improvement. I guess quick shout out to Southington, Connecticut, according to a recent Realtor.com study, second hottest market in America right now. There it so is. Shout out to Southington. Woo! Greg, I just moved you up to a B. Way to bring, way to bring the fire at the end. This is CT Real Estate Radio. Uh, join us every week here live at 11 a.m. You're listening to 94.9 News Now Stimulating Talk. Have a great weekend. Salon Buick GMC 